Welcome to C3 Church, Queen's Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Wow, this is my first time here in this uh, new building of yours. I've just been waiting. I've been hanging by the phone, waiting for an invite. Finally came. Just waiting to prove yourself. Uh, yeah. So I, as Pastor Nicole said, I've, I've been on staff at Heaven Life. I'm not a pastor or but I've been on staff. This will be it'll be 20 years next year. <gasps> so yeah, I got married uh, and came on staff a year later. So I was 15 when I came on staff. <laughs> And so Pastor Nicole and I have been on staff together for 18 years. Yeah. Great And I love your I love your pastors. Yeah. Yeah. So do we. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I admire them, I respect them and, and I honor them for just who they are and, and just their willingness to continue. Yeah. Continue to, to press on, continue to put Christ first, continue to to do whatever it takes to create a space where God's name will be glorified, will be lifted up in this area. And so can we, can we thank you all? Yeah. Yeah. And Lydia and Anna, it's amazing what you guys are doing. That's just incredible. Yeah. And so uh, can, I, can I pray for you? Yeah. Is that okay? God, we thank you. Let, let's all pray. God, thank you for this incredible couple. Lord, thank you for the sacrifices that they're making. And, and thank you for the work that they're doing. And thank you that you're opening the way. You're opening the way for more land, for more kids to be impacted, for more communities to be touched by the presence and the power of God. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and fill them fresh. You would give them fresh dream and vision. That you would help them to see beyond what they can see in their, in their human minds, God. That you would give them God views, God pictures of, of more communities that would be impacted. And so, Lord, we thank you that you are going before them, you are with them, and you're anointing them as they step out. We thank you for your provision upon all that they are doing in this incredible ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Whose phone is that? It's not my phone, is it? Is it my phone? Oh, you're recording. You told me about that. God, I'm so sorry. Uh, so thank you for having me. Uh, as Pastor Nicole said, my wife and I, uh, Karen, are the location pastors at Hepburn Heights. It's, it's an incredible privilege to to be serving in that capacity. And it's also really humbling to be in the capacity of, of overseeing what we're doing regionally. Uh, for Go Beyond uh, in the Pilbara. I'll share a little bit, bit about that uh, a, a bit later. But uh, Go Beyond is, is core to the heartbeat of who we are as a church. Uh, it's, it's been there since the inception of this church. It will continue until long beyond my last breath. Uh, because we are leaving a legacy, we're instilling in our in the next generation that it's not enough to to know Jesus personally for ourselves and get all the feels and all the tingles and all the blessings and not pass it on. We are we are blessed to be a blessing. Yes. We are blessed. We are we are light to shine in a dark place. Yeah. And I love how when the, the light shines, the true light that is Jesus Christ into the dark places, the darkness can't comprehend it. Yes. yes. And 
that light brings life, brings hope, Amen. brings freedom. Yes. And that's who you and I are called to be. Yeah. And our go beyond heart, it's, it's only sustainable by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. We cannot have this go beyond heart be, and we can have good intentions, and there are many people out there that have great intentions. But it's not sustainable. It doesn't, it's not sustained. It doesn't have a, a, a long-standing impact because it's not empowered by the Holy Spirit. So it's essential that you and I, as followers of Jesus, that we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Yes. And we have access. It's important for us to realize what we have access to. What's been made available to us because of the life, the death, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ. Yes. And Jesus, before he ascends, in Acts 1, 4 to 8, he says this. Well, well, Luke says this, and then he says what Jesus says. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift that my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Then they gathered around him and asked, isn't this typical of humanity? Lord, you, are, you, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it's not for you to know the times or dates the Father is set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is an equal member of the Godhead, a unique and unified person of the Trinity. Yes. The exact same essence as God the Father yes. and God the Son is God the Spirit. Yes. Every time you and I sense and encounter God's presence today, God the Spirit is here. Amen. Every time that you and I declare that Jesus Christ is Lord... God the Spirit is empowering that Amen. confession. Yes. Every time that we see a miraculous event, a healing, a provision in our lives, God the Spirit is at work. Every time you and I are motivated to show kindness, to go beyond, to love, to forgive, to show grace in our words and in our worship and in our walk, God the Spirit is leading, making a way, creating a path for us to step into. Every time there's a supernatural enabling in us, a gift within us that is activated for the best benefit of another human being yeah. God the Spirit is stirring that gift up so good and every time we're able to get up yeah. after we fall yes. after a disappointment mm. after an injustice and not be defined by that thing yeah. but rather continue to find our identity in Jesus Christ God the Spirit is right there yes. in the very center the only way that you and I can truly understand and experience the power and the beauty and the creation renewing ramifications of the life, death, resurrection, ascension of Jesus in this day and age in 2022 is through God, the Spirit. Yes. The only way we can know the transforming love of our Heavenly Father, know that it's real and know that it's for us, is by God, the Spirit. Now to be clear, every, every act of God 
Every act of God is an act of each person of the Trinity. Every time we meet with God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit are present. But without God the Spirit, the, the Bible, for instance, is merely a book. Without the Spirit, the church is just a nice community. Without the Spirit, Christ didn't rise from the dead. Without the Spirit, renewal and transformation is impossible. And without the Spirit, without Spirit-led followers of Jesus on this planet, you and I, the Church of Jesus Christ, without us filled and formed and fueled with Holy Spirit power, this Kingdom Renewal Project, for us to go beyond, that the Jesus inaugurated, it just won't continue. In the scripture I read at the beginning, Acts 1, it gives us a great indication from the recorded words of Jesus of, of the means and the reason for Holy Spirit coming to the followers of Jesus. And God the Father has, has promised, promised this, this gift. And we read on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2 that the Apostle Peter, he stands up and he, he preaches, he uses this scripture from the prophet Joel to illuminate his promise of the Spirit. Acts 2, 17 to 18. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. Holy Spirit will be sent by God the Father, and God the Son, he would be poured out. So much so that, that Jesus likens the pouring out to full immersion. The full immersion of water baptism. We had baptisms this morning at Hepburn Heights. It was such a joy to, to be in that tank. And as we, as we lower the people down, we don't just half immerse them. We don't just sprinkle them. They get fully under. They get fully dug. They have to trust that we're going to pull them up. And we do. We've got a 100% record. Yeah. So you know. But we pull them up, fully, fully immersed. Yeah. Every part of the disciples, Jesus says, would be filled and surrounded by the presence and the power of God the Spirit mm. in every area of life. And it's true for you and I today. Yes. Holy Spirit who brings wisdom. Yes. Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Holy Spirit who is a compassionate counsellor. Holy Spirit who is the very love of God. Holy Spirit who is a a fire of passion and power and creativity and and beauty. Not merely accessible to the disciples, to to followers of Jesus today like a tool in the shed or a a kitchen utensil in the the drawer. But, But Holy Spirit in our very core enthroned in our bones, in constant contact with us, in relationship with us. God, the Spirit wants to be intimately involved in every area of our lives, every thought, every decision, every relationship, our finances. He wants to help us. He wants to free us. He wants to pick us up. He wants to be our comfort. He wants to be our inspiration as we go beyond. And so how is this to happen? How was this to happen when Jesus said, the gift is 
going to come. All you need to do is dot, dot, dot. What's the secret? <laughs> it's in there. Wait. <laughs> Isn't that the most frustrating um, yeah. on the planet? Wait. Wait. It's so annoying. Wait. I don't want to wait. <laughs> when you go into the bank or somewhere, I don't even know if I've been to a bank for a few years, but you go somewhere and you have to line up and you have to wait and you, you're just like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can wait. I want it now. I want it now. I don't want to wait. Waiting for that online shopping order to arrive, especially during the COVID times. <laughs> Waiting for that response from a loved one via text message when all you can see is the dot, dot, dot. Yeah. dot, dot, dot. Come on, I just need it. I need to hear what you've got to say. Waiting for that slow cooked meat to be ready. That brisket. Mm. Waiting for that doctor's report for our exam marks to come back, for our long overdue holiday to begin, for the pain to subside, for the moment our kids finally get how to stack the dishwasher right. <laughs> I'm still waiting, baby. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I'm ever going to see the answer to that miracle. Waiting for that answer to prayer. Wait. Yes. Why? Wait. Why? Wait. Why, God? Why couldn't the disciples just get on with it? They'd already received the Great Commission. They'd already been given the mission, right? Yes. This is what you are to go and do. It was clear. But we need to wait because of this human tendency that we all have and Lenny's looking at me like sideways here going oh, I don't know if I have it mate we all have it this tendency to forget the last bit of what Jesus says in the Great Commission I am with you always yeah. even to the end of the age Amen. I am with you what's Jesus saying here isn't he about to ascend isn't he about to leave us yeah. And he's saying he's going to be with us? Or what's, what's he saying? He's saying that he would be with his disciples always, present in their everyday lives as they forge ahead, as they go beyond with this great kingdom renewal project through the promised Holy Spirit who would be poured out on the day of Pentecost. And, and even more so, I believe, Jesus is saying that without his presence, without a constant focus and leaning on his resurrection life through the Spirit, let's just forget about the Great Commission. So we're to wait. But we struggle to wait. Don't we? We struggle. What are the reasons why we as humans struggle to wait? Here are a few examples. We can struggle to wait because we can underestimate the spirit of this world's influence on our thinking on our words, on our worship, on our walk. We can ask the question, why would the, the stuff in this world be actively working against me, trying to live my best life? Surely everybody's for me. Surely everybody just wants me to have the, the greatest experience on the planet. We could also question, 
Why? We have been called to this kingdom endeavour, this endeavour to go beyond when we think we thought becoming a Christian was really just about getting to heaven. You can ask that question, why does it actually matter how I live on earth as long as I'm happy and I'm going to heaven, right? We could overestimate our own abilities to conjure kingdom-cultivating living. And we could ask, why do I need the help of Holy Spirit when I already know what to do and I get it right at least 50%, 45 percent of the time? Or we can undervalue our significance to God and the reality that our lives carry significance for others. We can ask that question, why would God want to fill me? Why, why would he want to bring freedom in my life? Why would he want to activate me and, and, and bring me in as a part of his plan? There's so many more reasons why we struggle to wait. But these are a good start. Mm-hmm. But here is some, some reasons why. Here are some reasons why there is power in the wait. To counter the reasons why we don't wait. To the reason we can underestimate the spirit of this world's influence on us. It's got to be really clear to us that the world is in a mess. The world is a mess within us and around us. We witness active rebellion against God. That's That's the norm. That's why Jesus came. Mm. He came to redeem and restore and renew what is broken. So there is power in the wait because as Holy Spirit awakens and aligns and activates us, we are reversing what the world is constantly attempting to pull us into. So good. So the reason we can question why we've been called to this kingdom endeavour when we thought becoming Christian was just about getting to heaven. Well, Jesus came to bring heaven to earth. Yeah. His kingdom has come yeah. and is coming yeah. Yeah. and will come in fullness at his second coming when a new unified heaven-earth reality will be established for his people. But until then, there is kingdom work to do now. Yeah. We are to go beyond now. And there yeah. is power in the wait yeah. because that work requires his presence and his power. That's right. That work will only be effective as it's spirit-empowered and led. To the reason why we can overestimate our own abilities to conjure kingdom-cultivated living. There is power in the wait because Jesus waited. Think about his early life. What do we know about his early life? Not a great deal. Certainly no massive miracles. No, you know, incredible teaching. The Spirit of God was obviously present in Jesus. He was conceived by the power of Holy Spirit, but he waited 30 years before his kingdom mission began in earnest. Once he was baptized, once the Spirit of God descended upon him like a dove, once he was led by the Spirit in the desert for testing, and then he enters his hometown, he he reads Isaiah 61 in the synagogue. His mission is launched. If Jesus did not overestimate his abilities, God in flesh, 
and he waited for fresh empowering, we too can wait. And so the reason that we can undervalue our significance to God and the reality that our lives carry significance for others, there is power in the wait because Jesus loves you and I more than we can know. And he has entrusted us with his plan. You are each an image bearer with amazing gifts, a unique call, every kingdom seed that you and I sow by the Spirit, it matters. It matters in our homes. It matters in our suburbs, in our workplaces, the public square on social media, in Africa, up in the Pilbara. It matters every seed we sow by the Spirit. And so absolutely essential to being spirit-led in this day and age is the weight. As frustrating as it is to be able to position ourselves without an agenda for Holy Spirit to waken us to his presence, to align us to Christ-likeness, to activate us with the gifts and the power to influence the world. And I'm not talking primarily in a retrospective manner. You know how we, we might lose our temper. Maybe this is just me. Lose our temper with our kids. And then you kind of go to God and you're like, oh, God, I stuffed it. Holy Spirit, can you fix it? <laughs> no, I, I believe God's talking about it being proactive, a preemptive moving of the Spirit. Before a difficult conversation, we come to God and we say, Holy Spirit, I need your wisdom. Help me to speak truth in love. So not only in a a proactive way, but also in an ongoing way. During a tough day that we've had at work or at home, we can stop and we can wait and ask Holy Spirit to give us strength, to push through, to be fruitful for the rest of the day and help us see the opportunities that will will help us grow more like Jesus. We wait. Why do we wait? We wait so that we can... Witness. Yes. Shadow, when you come play for us. You see, the means by which we are Holy Spirit filled and led is we wait. Amen. But the reason that we are Holy Spirit filled and led is so that we can be witnesses. Yes. Witnesses of what? Witnesses of who? Jesus Christ. Yes. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses, Jesus says. This is a a quote from N.T. Wright. It's a a long one, but he just says it so much better than me. Jesus is the one who sends the Holy Spirit, his own spirit, into the lives of his followers so that he himself is powerfully present with them and in them, guiding them and directing them and above all enabling them to bear witness to him as the world's true Lord and work to make that sovereign rule a reality. With Jesus joining heaven and earth together in his own person, the Holy Spirit which anointed and equipped Jesus himself for his kingdom work comes pouring out onto his followers so that they become as it were an extension of that new temple. Where they are, heaven and earth are joined together. 
Jesus is with them, his life is at work in and through them, and whether in Jerusalem or out in the wider world, they are the place where the living God, the God who is reclaiming the world for his own, is alive and active and establishing his sovereign rule right where you are. Heaven and earth meet right where you are. Holy Spirit power is present right where you are. Right where you are. So what are we witnesses of? What have we witnessed? What do we tell people? What kind of story do we tell when when we, we hang out with others? What kind of story just emits from our life as we go about living? about telling people that we're Christians or telling people that we're churchgoers or telling people that we're living moral lives? Partly. But there's so much more. Our spirit-led witness is a continuation of what the Messiah has inaugurated through his death and resurrection. Everything you and I have personally experienced as a result of what Jesus has done in and for us. I'm talking about freedom from sin. I'm talking about hope. I'm talking about forgiveness and restoration. I'm talking about love and purpose and relationship and healing. This this is our witness. This is our witness. There's power in your witness. Spirit fuels it because it's pointing to Jesus. And so, what have you witnessed? What has God done? What has God done in you and in others that you've witnessed? How have we seen and heard and encountered the, the transforming reality of Jesus in our lives? And as we we close, here's a list I started. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to to write your own list or begin your own list. I've witnessed and continue to witness guilt, shame and low self-worth crumble. I've witnessed and continue to witness victory and freedom from sinful habits. I've witnessed and continue to witness the deep love and trust and passion for God. Above all other things. I've witnessed and continue to witness the presence and intimacy of sovereign God enthroned in my bones. I've witnessed and continue to witness selfishness stripped away in marriage and a deeper intimacy grow each year. I've witnessed and continue to witness the deeply racist and fearful attitude melt away and a supernatural love for the Mardu people to arise. And many of you have heard my testimony growing up in Kalgoorlie and being bullied and beaten up by Indigenous people and developing a fear and a racism. And then God taking me on this journey where now for the last nine years I've had the opportunity to serve the Māori people in the Western Desert region of the Pilbara. And what we do as a part of Beyond is we're able to continue to develop the next generation of leaders through the mobile training hub, through a curriculum. We t- 
take a team up every year and, and do ministry and support and encourage the community in any way we can. And also, it's with great pride that, that I get to announce that we're, we're moving towards building a brand new church building for C3 Gigalong. Amazing, yeah. and so because of your beyond giving, we're able to do that. They're currently in a, a structure that is you, you can't really say it's a building, and they get smashed by the, the the weather, the wind, the rain, the heat. And so this this building is going to be weatherproof. It's going to be lockable. It's going to be fully decked out. I see uh, I see alpha courses running. I see Amen. I see youth ministry starting. I see so music good. ministry starting. I, I see a safe place for counselling. I see freedom and breakthrough happening as, as this church building is set up and, and built. And, and it's all because of this Go Beyond program that we're going to be able to build this building. And so this week we're purchasing the, the actual structure, which is exciting. So exciting. So thank you so much for your continued encouragement, prayer and love and support as we go beyond in regional Australia. And our vision is that we would see a church community yeah. in every Madu community in the Western Desert region of the Pilbara. Amen. Every single community would have leaders, would have a church that is healthy, that is growing, yes. that is making a difference in those communities to break so strongholds, addictions, to restore families, to light in dark places. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. So we're going to take a moment just in the next couple of minutes. And I want us just to wait. And I want us to ask Holy Spirit, what are my witness of? What are my witness? And so if you want to get your device out, Charnay's going to play. And this is a really powerful together as I, I wrote down the things that I witnessed. It was amazing. What, just I could have kept going for, for, for hours of all the incredible things that I've witnessed of God's goodness in my life and in other people's lives. And so just for the next couple of minutes, I want you to sit and wait. Yes, Lord. And as Holy Spirit brings these things to mind that you have witnessed, write them down. By faith, believe that as you go into your world this, this week, you will be able to use some of those things that you have witnessed to bear witness of Jesus yes, Lord. in your community. Holy Spirit, come.
carry gratitude, Lord. Every day of our lives, Lord, because we know what we, our lives were like without you. much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.